Welcome to Canadian Crime Chicks. This podcast is intended for mature audiences and features descriptions of sexual abuse, domestic violence, dismemberment, and descriptions of Frankenpenis. If you are not offended or disturbed by any of these topics, you are ready for Canadian Crime Chicks. Hey girl, hey! Hey girl, hey! How are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. So, I did something very impulsive over the weekend. What's that? (laughs) So me and my best friend, we went to the mall and we stopped for lunch at Hudson's. And of course they had $4 mimosas, so we're like, let's get day drunk on $4 mimosas, like go shopping! Of course. (laughs) Um, I impulsively bought roller skates. Super! That sounds like fun. Right? So, I don't even know how to roller skate, by the way, so (laughs) this is going to be exciting. (laughs) I used to roller derby. No way, really? Yeah, yeah. I roller derbied for a brief period in my life, and you know, it's actually actually a lot of fun. My knees are really bad now, so I can't (laughs) can't do it anymore, but like... You can, if you get good enough at it, I mean, it's, it's super fun. I really enjoyed it. You get to like take your aggression out on other bitches and just rock them. <laughs> oh, that sounds like so much fun. Yeah. It's super fun. You know, I really, I really enjoyed roller skating. It's a fun sport. You know, I, I really enjoyed it in high school. Rollerblading was cool when I was in high school. And so I did a little, little, little lot of rollerblading. I rollerbladed all the time with my my bestie and we'd go rollerblading all the time all over the place and we rollerbladed all over all over town because we're so cool in our rollerblades that's so cool yeah and then I got into roller skating for a bit I was in the roller derby for a little while and then uh I got too too fat and too old for that shit (laughs) so yeah it's fun it's fun roller roller uh Roller skating is fun. You, I think you'll like it. You know, I think it's uh, it's fun. It's a super, it's a super interesting little thing to do. The only the only advice I have for you is, uh, you know, start on a surface that you know doesn't have lots of pebbles and no inclines. Yeah, there's like there's like this random flat part of my driveway that I've just kind of been like going in in a circle. <laughs> yeah, lots of elementary school um, skating rinks you know, or hockey rinks or whatever. That's where I used to practice all the time. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Take a broom with you the first time you go and you're hot to try. And then in case, you know, you need to wait and always take a pair of shoes with you just in case or flip flops. And uh, yeah, you know, just in case you, uh, the broom doesn't work out, you can always, you know, have a secondary ride home. Wait, what do you do with the broom? You, you know, Clean off the surface so that it's, there's no little pebbles and shit. Because they hurt when oh, you're at the beginning. Gotcha. I thought you meant like use it as balance for something. I was like, how would no. you? I'm thinking like, how would you do that? No, no. <laughs> no, you just, you know, <sighs> sweep off the, the area just to make sure that there's no debris when you're practicing. Because if you get a rock or something in your wheels, it can be a real pain in the ass when you're learning. But once you get your balance and you're, you're figured out, you're, you're okay. Oh, that's good. I look forward to uh, to learning and wiping out. What a good drunk purchase, Brittany. <laughs> I know, right? Hey, but on the bright side, I bought like two dresses, which is super nice. That's fun. I have 
have a couple weddings to go to this summer and I have returned every dress I bought. So um, I wish I could find a couple dresses. I actually, the whole reason why we went shopping was so I could find a dress for my cousin's wedding in June. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Right? My, my husband's cousin is getting married and then my husband's in a wedding party at the end of June or at the end of July. Sorry. And I'm like, fuck, I need to find something nice to wear. Cause like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> Anyways, my name's Amber. And I'm Brittany. Let's get high and talk about crime. So what crazy story are we doing today, Amber? We're going to talk about John and Lorena Bobbitt. Oh, God. I just finished watching the documentary on Amazon Prime Yeah, called Lorena. So if anybody ever wants to watch it, it's on Amazon Prime and it's called Lorena. And it's like by far the funniest thing ever. Like It's, uh, it's interesting, you know, it, it's... They show very graphic pictures on there as well, so... Just a heads up. <laughs> yes, I was going to say, if, if you're not into graphic pictures, don't Google John Bobbitt's severed penis. Also, don't do that. <laughs> Spoiler alert. It's not nice. But okay, so I was I was interested to know, like, does it look normal now? Is it is it normal? Is it normal looking? And um, I'll, I'll get into that more as we go along. But uh, but uh, yeah. I'll save that for later. <laughs> <laughs> My internet search history is so fucking weird. I'm definitely on a watch list. And there's some FBI guy that like looks at me every day and thinks like this woman. <laughs> Girl, I'm pretty sure like 90% or 99.9% of our listeners are probably on some type of watch list for, for Googling weird shit. Oh my god, like I, I Google like the weirdest shit. And then like of course, you know, we've been we've been doing different episodes. So like we've talked about cannibalism and poisoning and, and severed penises. And you know, like <laughs> <laughs> like like this week, people are gonna be like, or like that guy at the FBI is gonna be like her husband. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor bad. Right. Uh, John and Lorena Bobbitt were an American couple that were married. They were married in 1989, just two years after I was born. (laughs) So they were married, you know, 33, 32 years ago. Now they received international coverage when Lorena in 1993 cut John's penis off. She just whacked that thing off, apparently while he was asleep in bed. She claimed that John had raped her and that he um, abused her for years and that he was really violent and mean to her. One day she just had enough, had enough and whacked that penis off. (laughs) (laughs) And then I guess, so the night she got arrested, so she got arrested the night of June 23rd and she told the police that he always have orgasm and he doesn't ever wait for me to orgasm. He's selfish. So that was basically her defense. The reason why she cut it off is because he wasn't making her orgasm, but he was still getting off. Like, okay. Apparently she says that, that he had raped her and he went to sleep. So she got out of bed, went to the kitchen, grabbed an eight inch butcher's knife, a carving knife rather, off of the kitchen counter and went to their bedroom, pulled the sheets off and just whacked them. She then took the severed penis and hucked it out the window of her car. (laughs) (laughs) Can 
went on a drive with her dick in her hand and threw it out the window and called 911. She told the 911 operator, hey, I cut my husband's penis off and uh, threw it out the window. So it took them several hours to locate the penis. It, uh, yeah, it took them a while. They had a little ground search and they, they found it. Could you imagine being the guy that actually found the penis though? Because so at first, nobody actually wanted to touch the penis when they found it until this one guy just came over, put on a glove, picked it up, brought it over to the 7-Eleven gas station, <laughs> filled up a hot dog bag full of ice and just put it in a, in a in the bag of ice and like gave it to the officers at every. Yeah, like I can't imagine like no, thank you. No. No, I mean, I really wouldn't want to touch a separate dick either, but <laughs> sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And they cleaned it up and nine and a half hours later, they retouched it. You know, they did this surgery. It was apparently one of the most intensive dick reattachments in the history. <laughs> nine, nine and a half hours later. Um, and I, I was just like, I... Cannot fucking believe it took them almost 10 hours to reattach this guy's dick. Like, good for them, I suppose, but they, that's what they did. She basically kind of pled insanity. She said that their whole relationship was volatile. He had cheated on her. He made her have an abortion. He assaulted her. He beat her up. He raped her. And that she was super depressed. She had PTSD and she just snapped, just snapped and lost it. Tell me you have anger issues without telling me you have anger issues. Yeah, exactly. She said that, you know, they had really bad fights. They had financial problems. He would steal her paychecks and spend them. He had like a history of abuse. He basically belittled her and he basically treated her like shit all the time and used this pattern of abuse to control her. You know, her lawyers basically said that he escalated the abuse to the point that she was living in fear all the time and that she basically defended herself and she was temporarily insane and she had no emotional regulation left. So she just impulse chopped off a stick. She was really mad. And it's like, I don't know, like, it's really hard to to reckon with that for me, at least. It was. She basically said he told her he'd have sex with her whenever he wanted, and he ran the show and he ran the money, and there was no escaping him. He was top dog. And, you know, they went to trial. He was actually suing her, essentially, in part of it as well, for disfiguring him. And he said that it was completely consensual sex. I was tired. I fell asleep. And then she had sex with me while I was sleeping, but that was consensual, which I found really strange. I was like, that, that's kind of an odd thing to say. How do you consent to sex when you're sleeping? I mean, some people get off on that shit. It's just like when you tell your man, like, oh, I woke up so horny last night and they're still sleeping. And then you tell them when they wake up and they're like, well, why the fuck didn't you wake me up? Like, why didn't you just <laughs> go at her? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Like, if I'm sleeping, don't fucking wake me up. Somebody, something better be on fire. Someone better be dead. You wake me up for sex, <laughs> it ain't happening. <laughs> Sorry, friend. Nope. I like my sleep more than I like my sex. Thank you. 
and some people just want to be waking up with sex yeah i don't know but it, it sounds like he like the way he worded it it was like oh i fell asleep during sex and then she just kind of did her thing and then went to bed and i slept through it and i was like that seems kind of strange to sleep through sex like it just seemed like such an odd argument to make that he slept through the sex and that's why she chopped his dick off is because he fell asleep like as if she was maybe like and he almost insinuated that she was like boring or something like i don't know it was weird during that trial he was acquitted of spousal sexual assaults they you know tried her and she was acquitted for insanity so they both got off i guess (laughs) (laughs) in more ways than one oh that was such a bad pun no but it was so funny (laughs) lorena was found not guilty due to insanity he was found not guilty they decided after that point after six years of being married they wanted to be divorced they were no longer going to be married and they were going to go their separate ways gee i wonder why yeah john tried to move on he basically took this whole severed penis thing and ran with it he formed a band they were called the severed parts (laughs) um apparently they were giant failure but whatever he wanted to generate money because his legal and medical bills were huge apparently his his medical bills and his legal debt was just astronomical so he was like I need to figure out what to do next. He, in 1994, starred in an adult film called John Wayne Bobbitt Uncut <laughs> and, and made quite a bit of money. And then a couple years later, he starred in another adult film called Frankenpenis. I can't. That's the worst name ever. Frankenpenis. He literally tried to become a porn star. Yeah. Yeah, so this is where the whole, I was curious, what did it look like? Because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> is it like mangled? Is it like, because your feet, I saw Frankenpenis and, and I was like, well. <laughs> did you? I did. And so. <gasps> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw both the severed and then the reattached. I did not see a before picture. <laughs> I don't know if any of those exist. I didn't go that far, but the severedness was not, it is, it's pretty graphic, but it, it's, you know, whatever, what you expect <laughs> a severed wiener to look like. And then the reattached, it's, it's a scar. You can definitely see a scar. It's not like a huge mangled mess of anything. Like it just looks like a normal penis and a scar. Like it's, it's nothing, nothing crazy. So, you know, it wasn't anything, but I'm sure that like, you know, a lot of people at the time, you know, there wasn't free internet porn in the 90s. So <laughs> I'm sure lots of people probably paid money to be like, what does it look like? Because I was interested to see what does it look like? You know, it was huge news at the time. So it definitely was on there. And so I was just curious more or less than anything. Oh, my God. Now I need to Google this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I seen what it looks like when it was cut off. Yeah. Yeah. Reattached. N- nothing too exciting. It's definitely not, <laughs> not, not a big deal. So, you know, I wanted to know more about John. Like, what what happened to John after this? And, and you know, he basically kind of jumped around and tried a bunch of different things. did a bunch of shit. He's been charged with assault. He's admitted that he had a drinking problem and that he had a problem with alcohol. You know, he tried to be a wrestler for a little bit. He moved to Las Vegas and he became a bartender. He did a limo driver gig for a bit. 
He um, was a, a, like a, a mover. He helped people move. He drove a pizza delivery truck. He uh, was a tow truck driver for a while. And then he was also a wedding chapel minister for a little while. Huh. Yeah. And then in uh, 1999, he was charged. He got probation for um, a theft that he was involved with. And then he violated his probation while he was on probation. And he actually went to prison. Oh, wow. And he went to prison for a little bit and got out. He actually changed his name. So he He changed it to John Farrell, I believe. Yeah, John Farrell. And he used that name when he was married for a little bit to a different lady. Then in 2014, he got into a really, really bad car accident. And he actually broke his neck. And he hasn't really been able to work since and has kind of went into a little obscurity. His life isn't sounding like it's too great, to be honest. Like it's, it didn't really kind of had that little 15 minutes of fame with his chopped off dick thing. And then, you know, the, the porn star thing and just kind of hasn't really found his, his stride. But I think somebody with that much infamy probably is pretty hard to get like a, a regular normal ass job oh absolutely you know it's it's probably pretty hard and and before that you know Lorena had said that he was having jobs and they were really financially unstable so it sounds like just kind of in general he wasn't really super responsible with money or or keeping jobs and stuff like that so it's like a pattern of behavior for this guy well he got a, quite a bit of money from Howard Stern because he was on the Howard Stern show yeah I'd heard that yeah and i think he got like i think it was like i believe 128,000 or something like that yeah his medical debt was like into the millions though yeah that's insane hashtag free healthcare. like i kind of feel bad for americans that have to pay for medical yeah in canada someone gets their dick cut off it's free yeah <laughs> well yeah yeah not not like two million dollars to get your dick rejected. well even a vasectomy for mm-hmm. men it's yeah, covered under healthcare. Everything, you know, it's we're really, really lucky in Canada to have have the healthcare that we do. And so, you know, he was in a pile of medical debt. I know that. Yeah, you said the cards from doing a hundred thousand dollars, which that'd be fine and good if he didn't have a million dollars in medical debt. So yeah, you know, it, it just kind of sounds like he he floundered a bit in life. I read like, what did where did Lorena go? What what happened? Where where did she go? She kind of had a little bit of the same sort of thing. She kind of flattered around, tried to find herself, tried to figure out what to do with herself, where to go from here. Um, She too got herself into a little bit of legal trouble. She assaulted her mom. They eventually she got acquitted of that, um, but she did get in trouble. And then she decided to kind of get, you know, her career going and she founded a organization that's called Lorena's Red Wagon Organization. And it um, helps prevent domestic violence in homes through facilitating healthy family relationships and family-based activities. I thought that was really good. She's kind of turned, turned herself around. She's got a child, you know, she's in a long-term relationship with someone. She seems to be kind of turning herself around and and doing a really good job of kind of improving her image and becoming mentally well and being a good mom to her daughter and just kind of getting it together, which is fantastic. And I wondered like, oh, had, you know, Lorena and John ever, you know, apologized? Have they ever reconciled? 
And they were on the Oprah Winfrey show together. No way. Yeah. He apologized to her on the show for how he treated her. And he brought her flowers and a card and everything like that. And he confessed that he still has feelings for her. And she was kind of like, thank you for apologizing. You know, that was kind of it. She didn't play too much into that. And he has kind of continued to send her gifts and send her cards and like try to mend bridges. And she's like, okay, thanks. Bye. You know, like she's not too interested in continuing this kind of relationship or anything, which is, I don't blame her. I wouldn't want to have anything to do with it either. Oh, I don't blame her, especially after that whole thing. Like at that point, you would just want a fresh start. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, I wouldn't want to be attached to that. No, not at all. So, you know, I mean, it ended, it ended okay. Like, yeah, she chopped his dick off, but like he got it reattached. He seems like he's doing okay. You know, life's kind of hard for him, but shit bags be shit bags, right? (laughs) Oh God. It's the old adage of play shitty games, win shitty prizes. Oh, 100%. In this case, John lost his dick. (laughs) And then (laughs) got it reattached and has lived with lifelong medical bosoms. (laughs) That would suck. Oh, that sucks so bad. I'm so glad that we have rehabbed him. Right? Yeah. So with that, that is the tale of uh, John and Lorena Bobbitt. Thank you for listening to Canadian Crime Chicks. Follow at CanCrimeChicks on Twitter to vote on polls. Follow at Canadian Crime Chicks on Instagram to hear about future episodes. If you have a crime you want to hear about or a crime you want to talk about, email Canadian Crime Chicks at gmail.com. Spread the word about Canadian Crime Chicks. Rate and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Music is Anxiety by Kai Angle. Produced by David Johnson. New episodes every Saturday.